What's up? Brad with the Daily FBA here. Now I got to keep it quiet because it's nighttime. Um, ending the day, I believe. I think I'm pretty much done. Uh, got some shipments going out, prepared some stuff. Uh, had some ASIN just changed a moment ago. Just checked it out. Doesn't look like too big of a deal. Um, got a return on some stuff like... I, I wish they told you why the customer returned it. The reason was just customer refund, which is better than, you know, I guess other possibilities, but still like, if, you know, taking four bucks out just because somebody just returned something, that's your profit margin on another item that you just sold. Like that kind of sucks. But, um, you know, I was thinking I'd rather have Amazon deal with that than, than me and returns happen part of the game. Not much you can really do about that. Um, I'm having a cigarette, so just bear with me here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so I'm off that bestseller kick, at least for now. I did call up the company, though, and uh, they do have good quality product, better than the previous one. But, you know, with quality comes higher prices, and their prices left no profit margin whatsoever. So that's out of the question. So... I think I'm just going to keep going with like under the radar items. I was looking at a lot of stuff uh, earlier off of a tactical arbitrage scan that I did a few days ago, like still going through it, like kind of carefully. Um, and then I'm starting to kind of eyeball some wholesale accounts. Um, I bought so much of this one item from Walmart that, uh, you know, like, like, <laughs> like Walmart is so crazy. One box completely like waterlogged, half open, damaged. I instantly just print out the return label, sent 34 of them back. Excuse me. And um, then they sent me another one, mint condition, straight from a distributor. So now I have the name of their distributor that Walmart uses, which is awesome. So I checked them out. Uh, they require $10,000 annually in purchases before you could even kind of step up to the plate with those guys. So uh, I got to see if that's something I'm willing to do, but I think the right place to start with that is by trying to get a product catalog and then seeing if they're, I mean, 10 K is a lot, but over the course of a year, it's not that much, especially if there's good ROI in, in there. Um, and I, it seems like this company deals with under the radar type stuff, at least Compared to Amazon, when when I say under the radar, I mean stuff that's like mostly merchant fulfilled, or you can kick them out just just by being FBA, and um, you know, and and also items that aren't that flashy, but that still sell, you know, kind of just staples. So I I might actually give a closer look at that. Probably call them up tomorrow um, and try to uh, to see what's going on. Uh, but yeah, I'm keeping busy. I'm trying to offer you guys value. I hope I am. I know that sometimes, you know, I'm tired from work. And so, you know, and also I'm starting out, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be able to impart Gary V level advice. Um, just kind of, this is my experience day to day. eBay's picking up a little bit, still hitting eBay. Um, you know, as I find the time doing some pictures and doing some listings and, and the bins and all that, and I'm starting to think like with I'm not even really, I mean, I'm trying, but I'm kind of, I'm so focused on the day-to-day of Amazon that eBay is just kind of, uh, I wouldn't say fun, but, uh, you know, taking pictures of like hundreds of 
clothes and measuring them. It's not fun, but uh, it's, you know, it's a welcome break and it's always nice to get some cash. I'm going to call it there. I'll talk to you guys soon. Keep hustling. Hey everybody. Brad with Daily FBA here. I am uh, in the apartment, so no worries about being loud or quiet or anything. But I thought it'd be cool just to kind of walk you guys through how I start my day. Um, so waking up at 6, that's the printer going off right there. Uh, wake up at 6, go have a cigarette, make some coffee. I keep a... Uh, like Dasani bottles filled up with ice water and iced tea, or I guess no, well, I guess there's no ice in either of those, but, um, so making some coffee, I woke up to a whole bunch of stuff that I had polybagged for Amazon that I had had time to put labels on last night. So, uh, since that's everywhere, that's first on the list, taking care of, uh, one eBay shipment that came in. And I'm still cutting up the labels. I don't have those uh, thermal things. I don't know if that's for me. I had them in my Amazon shopping cart. And then I was like, eh, like, it's not that big of a deal to cut up a label for me. I, I, I kind of like doing everything myself. Um, and usually, like, what, like when I say, like, going out to have a cigarette, like, I'm thinking the whole way. Uh, even if it's very slowly because I'm tired. But, um, so, Amazon shipment here. And then I kind of... Just eyeball the day of like I, I got tape, but I'm gonna wait till I finish recording. Um, kind of eyeball the day and see like, is this an Amazon day or is this an eBay day or is this kind of half and half where I'm kind of bouncing back and forth? Um, I do have a lot of stuff that's ready to go up. You know, it's like photographed, listed. I even have the bags next to my computer so I can write the SKUs on them. Uh, but today is an Amazon day. I have uh. Six unopened boxes of stuff that need to be polybagged and tagged. Um, answered an eBay email question. I don't know if I mentioned that. It was about combined shipping. And I, I always do free shipping. But I've got all these auctions up for trying to, you know, like I mentioned before, trying to liquidate some comic books. So, you know, your your shipping cost is really your your padding for when things inevitably go wrong. If the auction sells for ninety nine cents, you're not out. Shipping costs, box costs, inflatable. You know, I, I'm to the point where I've got like 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 five garbage bags full of those inflatable packets, like in my laundry area in the closet. Um, but um. Yeah, and then there's usually, like, one or two big items that I'll write down of, like, uh, you know, like I mentioned before, I'm going to try to call up that uh, that company in Florida. But for those kind of things, I got to wake up more. I got to get my coffee. I got to I gotta feel better than I feel. You know, I'm kind of, like, dazed out right now. I've only been awake for, like, an hour. Um, you know, so when you're on the phone with people like that, you don't want to fumble at all. You want to you know, sound like you're on point. So, um, I got to, I think I'm going to do a big enough shipment for FBA that I might just even have them schedule to, uh, to come do a pickup for the very first time. I think I got to buy, I started buying some stuff from Uline. Those, uh, the poly bags, just getting them direct and you're paying a little bit more up front, but it is indeed a cost savings. And I don't know if there's enough of a margin to uh 
to to put them up for sale at FBA. Oh, and then I I, I sourced I uh for for Amazon just first thing. I had a gift card from a return, and then I realized that uh, some item that I just sent up to uh, to FBA, it's already sold too. So I just re-upped. I don't think there's anything that can possibly, you know, there's no batteries, there's no nothing. Like, people could still return it, but um, I, I think it's a good buy, so I just went in on 25 of them. And it uh, seems like a pretty easy sell. I think the profit mark is like, 13 bucks a pop and then profit margin I think is like six to nine dollars a piece uh, so that's pretty good you know total right there off that 25 and and again everyone says oh this is much money like they have to sell first uh, but after they sell it's 161 bucks so it's it's something and I'm starting to realize that my inventory is like um, I, I have a lot of it in Amazon I got about 1400 items but uh, and, and some are moving and some are kind of dead inventory and some learning. And I'm still at four reviews. Selling a lot of stuff, but uh, still at four reviews. So, hey, Brad here with Daily FBA. Super quick post. Uh, just uh, I, I noticed that Amazon recently has been uh, asking me to send a lot of shipments into the same location. It seems like they're not doing disbursement as much. Um and like everything with Amazon, I, they're probably testing it out. I don't know how long that's going to last. So just a heads up to everybody. Take advantage of it while it's there. Um, being able to ship all your stuff to the same location as far as Amazon goes, it's a huge benefit. But the other side of it is uh, I've noticed that they've also been doing fulfillment center transfers quite often. So your lead time from when you you know drop your package off at UPS or whatever uh, for me, at least it's looking like about two weeks. They'll keep, you know, let's say you send a hundred items in, they might leave like 10, 15 at the location that you actually sent it to. But the rest is kind of in like a holding pattern for like at least another week as they transfer it throughout the nation to other fulfillment centers. So that's what I'm finding. So just a heads up, you know, if you're, uh, running low on inventory, be sure to kind of do it, you know, restock a little bit earlier than you usually do and that's it a little tip there what's up everybody brad with daily fba here hold on i think i hear ups guy damn it i was just about to start with so this is real life here as always uh yes it is ups guy okay awesome yeah that's part of the game have to always keep a lookout. Um, going through some inventory here, doing quality checks. I want to give a shout out to Popcorn Finance. I see you. I still haven't checked out your channel yet. I don't really do much on Anchor here other than just kind of uh, just do my thing. But it is on my list of things to do. I'll check out what you're up to. I hope everything's good, and I appreciate that you're listening. Um, going through some inventory now, doing quality checks, and the idea occurred to me, you know, um, Tactical arbitrage is the software I use, and I didn't know what the hell the word arbitrage meant. And just the difference in the um, ugh, price mark. Jesus, sorry. I think I, I, I got to go. I'll circle back. I'll I'll be back shortly. Things are very very hectic, uh, but that's that's the life. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well. Okay, I'm back. So I think I lost the UPS guy. If he doesn't. 
come to deliver anything, then I can't really give him anything. And I can only give him like one package at a time. It's kind of like our special secret, but I think I am going to schedule a post. But yeah, so what I was thinking about is arbitrage, basically just a a price difference in the market that you take advantage of or, um, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, there's probably other meanings for it in other different markets, but, um, as I'm going through returns and doing quality checks, because I, I ordered 55 of this item, returned 22. They sent me another 22, and now I'm looking at uh, five of them that didn't make the cut for, for me. And I'm thinking, like, you know, prices are high on Amazon. You know, when you can, like, all I'm doing is buying the same stuff from other websites that are selling it cheaper and then sending it into Amazon. You know, that's, that's it. But it's, you know convenience so that when you know granted people always find something to complain about or they don't even have to with amazon they can just return it just for the kick of it which kind of sucks but um i i think what we're selling here with fba is convenience even if, if you if you take the idea of reselling and just kind of twist it a little bit and look at it through a different perspective. I, I hope what I'm doing isn't making too much noise here. I'm just taking price stickers off. Because um, I'm going to sell it for double. Um, but, uh, damn, where was my train of thought here? Um, yeah, like, have it, you know, Amazon site is just built on convenience. And I think that that's what we're providing. Where I don't think that anyone should feel like they're doing something shady by, by reselling or, or, you know, by taking advantage of arbitrage. Um, because you know, you're, I, I, I had to drive up to bed, bath and beyond on my day off, talk to the manager. They asked me what the hell I'm up to buying 55 of this item. You got to explain that. Like, and, and not just that, but like, you know, I'm basically doing, you know, fronting the work for the end buyer on Amazon where, if they had ordered this from Bed Bath and Beyond themselves, um, you know, and they got one of these, what was it up to now? Twenty-seven total damaged items that I've received, and this, and that's not even counting the hell that is Walmart, like I, and and GameStop too. You know, I'm dealing with the returns before it even gets to the customer, so that's one plus right there, just as far as convenience, like. You know, if you're busy, you, you click buy, you know, uh, unless it's like from like a shitty seller or something, it should be in great condition. Because um, for me, I think if you think about it this way, um, you know, selling something, whatever your profit margin it is, it is not worth selling garbage product on Amazon and possibly having your account suspended just to make, you know, profit, or even if it's $500, like the price is almost irrelevant unless you are specifically in the business of doing shady shit. Like, and you have like five Amazon accounts and they're all just like cheesy garbage that sells somehow. And it's, you know, if that's your angle, I don't, I don't even know how to approach that. Um, cause it's, it's not going to last. No, no matter how you cut it. Um, but there's probably people out there making money just doing shitty stuff. Um, but yeah, so that that occurred to me here of just um, you know, all all I've been just working like 
Um, and, and I know anyone listening is probably doing the same, whether it's eBay, Amazon, or, you know, photography or music or, or whatever, like, you know, it's, it's all about providing value to the end customer. And I think the current value, even though it might not be all that obvious, I think, um, on, on Amazon is just allowing the customer that time that they don't have to, you know, drive to Bed Bath and Beyond and, and return stuff on their day off because I did it for them. And same thing with eBay, you know, even if you're sourcing stuff from the bins or a thrift store or wherever it is, um, I mean, hell, when, when I go to the bins, I wake up on my day off 6 a.m., hit the car by 7, grab, you know, coffee, something. Like, I'm, I'm there first thing in the morning. My allergies are, like, killing me i'm going through garbage there's people pushing hey everybody uh i'm right back i i think uh anchor cuts me off at five minutes and once i get rolling like i can talk for a very long time uh which is why i'm on anchor and i'm not doing instagram stories because this is the medium that works best for me that's that's where i you know i i feel like i can shine better in the audio format than i can in you know by holding a you know camera in front of my face doing Instagram stories or, or even if I'm not in the Instagram stories, it's just not for me. So that's, I feel like anchor or just the audio format in general is for me. Um, and I'm really interested in Alexa, like what Gary V has been talking about as far as it being, um, an up and coming platform. I need to do some research on that and find out if, if I have to buy one of those dumb things, cause I don't really want to, I don't like them. But I do love the audio format. I used to do podcasts, and I, I is it, am I gonna say I used to do music? I don't know. I haven't done music in a while because I've been doing this, and and I'm quite conflicted about that, honestly. Like it's, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not sure what angle I'm gonna take on that. But uh, now I have to circle back to my train of thought from like five minutes ago. Because Anchor cut me off. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I was talking about, you know, going to the bins or Goodwill or, or what have you and taking something that you maybe paid 50 cents or a dollar for and selling it for $20, $25. Like, I don't think that there's any conflict there that that you need to deal with in, in, in the sense that it might feel like you're doing something wrong. I mean, if, if you're selling good product and, and you know what to look for the value that you're adding is your knowledge of clothing or golf balls or shoes or whatever it is that you're selling. It's your product knowledge combined with your time to, to prep the product, to wash it, pictures, measurements, all that. Like that's, that's work. So really when it comes down to it, I don't, you know, cause I, I, I think maybe for like a, a brief moment I've been conflicted and I think people that don't understand eBay once they kind of figure out a little bit of it, and and I'm not talking about sellers here, just buyers. Once they kind of figure out, like, oh, well, you're just getting stuff from the thrift store. That's stupid. Like, it's not that stupid just because they don't know how much work it is. Like, it, it's it's an ungodly amount of work to the point where, like, I, it's, it's tough to keep going. And I know that you guys have heard me kind of um, – be quite strained on here sometimes where I'm, you know, questioning the, the long haul and, and I, I still am, but I've, but I, I've, I'm also finding right now, I'm looking at all this stuff that I've done, you know, like shipments ready to go and stuff. I think that's what I need. Um, I, I think I need to see 
either I, I don't I don't need to see results. I need to see things in progress. Um, you know, if when, when I get those emails from Amazon telling me that something sells, it's you know, unless it's something that I've been like waiting to sell to get rid of because I don't want it in my inventory, then I'm happy. But, you know, seeing the, the sales and the, I don't even, you know, the profit margin, it doesn't really um, excite me. I, I think what does is just the initial process of, of, of just staying active and doing something, knowing that it will lead to, you know, financial reward down the line. Um, but uh, let me see how much time I have left here. OK, I got I got a minute. Um, but yeah, so I, I would say, you know, if, if you're listening to this on Anchor, uh, obviously, you know, you probably prefer prefer the audio format. Um and I'd say go for it. You know, it's it's not for everybody. And just like Instagram stories or YouTube. I mean, I've done some YouTube videos. It's not really for me because I, I like to kind of get perfectionist on it and edit the videos in Final Cut Pro and stuff. And when you're really trying to to, to do stuff, even if it's just to sit down to talk about what you get, like I'm multitasking as, a, as I'm recording these things. because I don't, I don't have time to sit in front of a camera. Um, you know, it's just kind of how it goes. Anyway, uh, I think what is next on the agenda? Um, just some other like life stuff I got to take care of today. Groceries. Cause I'm still down to just rice now. So that sucks. I, that's definitely something that I need to get better at is just eating <laughs> like just in general, like not even like eating properly, just eating. Um, I get, I, I just get too busy and by the time things